0: Well hello there, this is The Christmas Stocking, I'm Lee Cameron. Tim suggested on Facebook I talk about artificial Christmas trees. Now I'm not a fan, don't get me wrong, I don't have anything against them, I just have always had a real tree and it reminds me of cutting down our own at the Christmas tree farm when I was a kid. So I decided that maybe we'd compare and contrast real trees and artificial trees. I've talked about the history of using trees at Christmas and in winter in past episodes a long time ago. I'll try to remember to include them in the show notes. Evergreen trees and boughs have been used for thousands of years in winter as decoration and more. Protection of their houses from evil spirits, illness, that kind of thing. And the greenery reminded people that all the plants would grow green again when the world warmed up. Trees for Christmas started in Germany in the 16th century when they were brought into homes. Martin Luther, the Protestant reformer, is credited with adding lighted candles to a tree, which still seems like a bad idea to me. Queen Victoria and her German prince Albert brought the tradition to England, where it spread to the fashionistas on the east coast of America, and then to the rest of the country, and now the world. The first artificial trees were more artistic renderings made of wood back in Germany in the early days of Christmas trees, when there weren't enough trees. Then, around the 1880s, German inventors developed trees made with dyed green goose feathers. Again, lack of trees was the mother of this invention. Germany had been deforested. These trees became pretty popular in the early 20th century, and then the US got a hold of some, and they were loved here as well. I might like to make a tree like this, made with brush bristles. In 1930, the Addis Brush Company used the same machines that made toilet brushes to make the trees, which were dyed green. They were exported from the U.S. to Great Britain. The brush trees could handle heavier ornaments and were less likely to catch fire. That's desirable. Those aluminum Christmas trees that Linus and Charlie Brown found were made in the Midwest starting around 1958. They were getting more and more popular until those meddling Peanuts kids dissed them on national TV. They were gone by some time in the 1970s. These days, most artificial trees are made from PVC plastic, and many are made in China. They're generally fire retardant, but not fireproof. And I have to say, a lot of them are getting more and more realistic. I can understand non-realistic trees. Those are really art, and they're sometimes really fun, too, like the upside-down trees, which are becoming more popular, and those fiber-optic trees that are just light. I love those. By the way, the upside-down trees were originally used in stores to show off ornaments and open up floor space. And then people actually wanted the upside-down tree. Clearly, artificial trees have a lot of things going for them. It's tough for a lot of people to get out and find a tree, whether it's pre-cut or they cut it, then strap it to the car or put it in the trunk, which they have to clean of needles later, and then they drag it into the house and put it up. I get it. Those pre-lit trees are tempting too, especially now that you can get them with lights that can be either white or colored or go back and forth. I like to design the lighting on my natural tree, but I get it. And cleaning the needles inside, it's a hassle. We always find needles from previous years, the next year when we get ready for the next tree. Reports say that probably double the number of real trees are bought each year compared to artificial. But of course, artificial trees last for years. And sales of artificial trees are getting stronger. A Nielsen study for the American Christmas Tree Association, which you might be surprised to find is an artificial tree association, found that 20% of trees in American homes are real and the other 80% are fake. How about economics? Well, it all depends on how long you keep the tree, doesn't it? I couldn't find any statistics on how long people keep their trees, but I think if it can last maybe four or five years, you break even. And keep in mind, most of the real trees in the US are grown and harvested in the US and most of the farms are employing Americans. So there's that aspect of the economy. How about the environment? Well, most trees come from farms that grow them for that purpose and plant new trees in their place. The farm's trees absorb CO2 more than a ton per tree in its lifetime, and an acre of trees can produce enough oxygen for 18 people to breathe. And around 93% of trees are tree-cycled, turning them into mulch for various purposes, or used to prevent erosion or buttress fish habitats. This helps them to decompose faster. On the other hand, a lot of real trees are shipped hundreds or even thousands of miles. Artificial ones are, too, and probably farther, so... Hmm. Another problem is pesticides, herbicides, and fertilizers used on real trees. If they were all grown organically, that would be better, assuming they could handle the pests. The PVC plastic on trees can't be recycled, and it's polluting. It also emits carcinogens, although I don't know how unhealthy it is for a month or so in the house. In older trees, lead is in there, especially for the needles, and that's not good. That makes touching the tree not great, although the pesticides on real trees are no picnic either. There's also the energy it takes to manufacture artificial trees. I saw a stat, I don't know how much you can trust it, that you need to keep using the tree for 20 years before the energy consumption starts breaking even between artificial and real. Like I said, memories of real trees are a big deal to me, and there's uh, something to be said for having a real tree that was grown by a human farmer, still usually an independent farmer, which is harder to find these days. But when it gets too hard to bring in a new tree, or I finally have room and money for a second or even third tree, I'll be glad to get an artificial one, pre-lit. Doreen Taylor has a special Christmas wish. She's thinking about the good old days in the Christmas stocking.
1: Ringing People singing Sounds like Christmas time Candy canes Frosted window panes Waiting for Santa to be here Friends caring People sharing Feels like Christmas time Those were the days when things were
0: This is The Christmas Stocking. That's Doreen Taylor remembering times past in My Christmas Wish. Get more info on that song and Doreen at mychristmasstocking.net. I want to say what's up to at JoeyP1083 on Twitter. He said he was downloading old episodes of The Christmas Stocking to thumb drives to give to his family. Wow. Thank you very much, Joey. At Xmas Stocking on Twitter is where you can find me. Christmas Movies and Music, a Yahoo group dedicated to all that and TV specials, uh, was was very kind to me on Facebook.com slash Christmas Stocking. Also, hello Hillary, who's one of the coolest people I went to school with. She's on the Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Christmas Stocking. And hello Sarah in Wales. And thanks to Spinner for the show ideas at topelf at TopElfAtMyChristmasStocking.net. I love to hear them. You too, Kevin in Pittsburgh. In fact, you can be on the show by writing to topelf at TopElfAtMyChristmasStocking.net or you can call me at 323-487-1225. Wish somebody Merry Christmas. Uh, share your favorite Christmas memory. What plans you have for Christmas this year? Going to do anything cool? Let me know. Let the world know too. I'm Lee Cameron. Next time, by long-time request, we're going to talk about ghost stories and Christmas. I found emails from way back in 2007 from Janelle. She's probably mad I never covered it and doesn't listen anymore. Somebody needs to tell Janelle I'm finally doing it. Oh, and Mark, who was in Arkansas at the time, he also let me know in 2007 that it would be a good idea. And Julie D., who commented in the show notes in 2009. I've actually looked into it every year since then and only recently started finding solid enough information to pass along. And I'll do that in the next Christmas stocking.